it's Jazz, and welcome back to Maybe It's Me. Now, I will say I have been gone for a minute. Don't beat me up. I'm sorry. You know, life was lifing and school was schooling. But as we talked about on the Instagram, I'm almost done with school. Be patient with me. You know, school, school been whooping me bad, y'all. All right. Senior year is no joke. I need everyone when you're in your senior year of college. Oh, excuse me and the stomach. We have not had breakfast yet, but I need y'all to be patient with me because life be lifing and school be schooling, but I'm almost free. I got two weeks left and then I am as free as a bird and we will be just pumping these episodes out like crazy still good content but I just want to let you know we're gonna be these episodes are we're gonna be getting them out of here so you know there's that I also have speaking of episodes I have an episode with Shannon and Jocelyn from the real friends pod we met at the Orlando podcast studio so much fun. Shout out to everybody at the Orlando Podcast Studio, but especially shout out to Brooke Hogan and her friend Ashley and her husband, Steven. I met Brooke Hogan at the Orlando Podcast Studio and it was the funniest thing ever. It was just the most random thing ever. Like I get to the podcast studio, right? First off, I'm, I miss I miss the entire studio. Missed the entire studio. You're probably like, Jazz, how did you miss it? Well, here's the thing, guys. I'm a passenger princess. And meaning that I'm a passenger princess by default because my partner is the preferred driver. You know, so we share a car. So like we share a car and he's like the preferred driver. He likes to drive. Anytime he drives with anybody else, he come back home. He'd be like, I'm never driving with anybody else again. He, it's, it's, a, it's a comfort for him. He likes to be in control of the car. So me, I'm like, okay, that's great. That means I could possibly do my makeup in the car. Need be. So I'm a passenger princess. But today, my partner was, you know, but that day, I decided to drive myself. You know, my partner stayed home. He wanted to play Spider-Man. I wasn't mad at it. So he stayed home to play Spider-Man. I went to the podcast studio. As I'm driving, the podcast studio is supposed to be on my right-hand side. Completely, I'm looking for it, looking for it. Completely missed it. Google Maps says rerouting. I'm like, what are we rerouting for, babe? How did I miss it? But I did. So made a little Yui. Went over, went inside the podcast studio, went to go open the door. It was locked. I knocked on it. I see this blonde woman open the door for me. She's like, oh, they're recording right now. I was like, oh, okay, no problem. And I sit down and it's her and her brunette friend. And so 
was like, okay, um, this is cute. Like they had a whole platter out, whole bunch of food, platters, snacks, wine. Like they were, they were camped out there. All right. And so I was like, oh, cute. Like, let me just scooch myself in my little corner, whatever. I'm talking to the friend and I'm talking to her, having a conversation. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the blonde's face. I'm like, did anyone tell you you look like Brooke Hogan, like early 2000s? And her and her friend look at each other and they just laugh. And I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like, you probably don't know who she is. But, like, she was, like, a really, like, because when I think, like, the early 2000s, I do think about Hogan knows best. Like, come on. Like, who doesn't, right? But, <laughs> um, but I spoke to her and her friend was like, no, this is literally Brooke Hogan. And I was like. That's cute, Ashley. Now, you do look like Brooke Hogan, but like, seriously, like, you know, and she was like, no, I literally am Brooke Hogan. I was like, no way. She showed me her. I was like, no way. That I was, I was so shocked. I was so, so, so shocked. I was like, what? Like, I, I don't even know. I was just confused. I was like, Brooke Hogan, can you? I literally called her Brooke Hogan for like 10 minutes. I was like, I was like, Brooke Hogan, will you come on my podcast? She was like, yeah, sure. I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, okay. I was like, wait, Brooke Hogan, can you please come outside? With me? I was like, Brooke, I need you to come outside with me right now. I have to call my boyfriend. He is a wrestling fan. And he was like, yo, this is so random that you met Brooke Hogan at a podcast studio in Orlando. I was like, I know. But then again, I shouldn't be surprised because a lot of wrestlers are in Orlando. Um... So it's not surprising. Uh, for those who don't know who Brooke Hogan is, she is the daughter of WWE superstar. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, my boyfriend won't. My boyfriend's gonna be like, yes, he's in the Hall of Fame, but he's not gonna care. But I think he's in the Hall of Fame, Hulk Hogan. Yes, he is. And they had a but come on, guys. We remember the reality show. It was it was crazy, right? But then she also had her own show called Brooke Knows Best, where her and Ashley like lived together in Miami and like they had their own show. So I was talking to them. They were really cool, very cool. Her husband came in, his name's Steven. First off, I put him on my list as one of the nicest white men I have ever met. Really nice guy. He is so and, and he used to like play hockey. He used to really be out there scuffling with the boys. You would never think that with his demeanor. Very mellow, calm, but the dude got stories for days. Like honestly, I I got I got to connect with Steven because he's he's someone that I want on my podcast because he's going to talk He's going to talk and he's going to tell his hockey stories. And I, I think it would be interesting to have a former hockey player on the show. I really want to talk to them. Like, I really want to talk to him about, like, the process and the history and just, like, what made him want to be a hockey player. It's very, very interesting. We might have Steven on the show, you know, so hold tight on that. But once again, shout out Orlando Podcast Studio. It was a great day. The staff there was really nice. Uh, shout out to the videographer. I didn't even get her name. Oh my God. Next time I go, I'm going to get her name because I am going to go back there. I really want to work with, with that person again because they just, 
it was a great time. I had a great time there. And I just look forward to going back. I'm probably going to go back soon. I want to I want to see if I can make it maybe like a bi-monthly thing. I go out to the Orlando podcast studio, record a couple episodes with them and do it that way, but I shout out to them. Great setup, great studio. Definitely inspired me for my own at-home studio. Just just 10 out of 10. So, yeah. So this week's episode, we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about TV, guys. I know like not a lot of y'all are really watching TV right now. Um and if you are, you're probably not watching reality TV, but I'm just going to it's going to be a TV episode, you know? Primarily reality TV. So, I just want to start off by saying this. <laughs> Excuse me. I just want to start by saying I grew up on TV. TV, shout out to my mom, but TV low key helped raise me too. I can tell you every summer I spent going to New York to visit my grandmother and I would literally watch TV for like eight hours a day. And it would be different types of TV, it'd be reality TV. Sometimes I watch CNN. Sometimes I used to watch QVC with my grandmother. But, you know, sometimes, but sometimes, you know, I was also reading the newspaper, you know? So I had a very, had a very space out, but I was mostly watching TV. Like I would read the newspaper, be like, all right, finished up with what's going on with this recent murder in this type place or whatever, whatever front page they had. All the way down to like the sports section. All right, we off that. What's going on on the TV today? You know? So I'll say, you know, sitcoms, ra- sitcoms raised me. Like Good Times, All in the Family. Um, I could probably tell you every Good Times plot ever. I know that sounds so insane. And for those who are like, Jazz, what is Good Times? It is a, it is a, black sitcom from the 70s were they based i think they were based in either chicago or detroit no it was chicago was it chicago because they ended up going because then james ended up going to mississippi james is the dad he was working jobs and stuff florida was at home and they had three kids michael thelma and jj who was the oldest he always would clap his hands and say, dynamite. And it was like a whole thing. Like this claps, laughters, everything. He was the star of the show. But every Good Times episode, Golden Girls, King of Queens, Living Single. I dabbled in a little 227, you know. Um, but obviously for my people that were not watching black sitcoms oh yeah fresh prince martin all those side note i'm just gonna say it i'm 27 years old and i think my least favorite black show is probably the Dwayne's brothers or martin i'm sorry i'm sorry don't sh- actually no i'm actually gonna take that back i'm gonna say it's the fresh prince of bel-air because i don't care what anybody say 
the fresh prince the fresh prince of bel-air does not have replay value doesn't it does not have replay value if you really think you do you're crazy nobody's gonna sit there you know what i stand corrected some people will sit there and watch that show back to back to back me oh i'm not gonna do that i almost did say martin because i haven't seen every episode of martin but i'll be transparent I don't know if I could sit down and watch Martin all day. But I do I did I do love Martin Lawrence movies. They are pretty funny. Um but this is Martin Martin watching back to back to back. That's a lot happening. So yeah. But again, getting off track a little bit. We're talking about TV today. As a girl who was raised by sitcoms. I will say my one true love, dare I say maybe, it's not even a guilty pleasure because I'm not ashamed of it anymore. It's reality TV. I love reality TV, but I love all concepts of reality TV except competition shows. I low-key hate competition shows because I get so frustrated. Like if I watch Big Brother, I'm going to be hated. The whole, like, I have no self-control when it comes to, like, reality TV sometimes. Like, if I'm upset about something, I'll be like, yo, there's no way they got away with this on camera. Like, that's how I feel about The Real Housewives of Potomac. But we, I'm not even watching Potomac this season. Because the things that Ashley Darby is getting away with is nuts. I, oof, for me to agree with Carlos King when he said, that like Ashley for all his opinions on Ashley I do agree with him but I also want to double down and say she is a gutter snipe because you have gutter snipe behavior to put these women's cultures y'all don't even know y'all don't even know anyway it's just just know that Potomac will we'll get there so I love reality tv and, you know, we are going to talk about Potomac. We are going to talk about Potomac. So, yeah. So, The Real Housewives of Potomac, it's a Bravo TV show. Yes, we are going to be talking about Bravo. But we're also going to be talking about uh, the different types, such as Zeus Network. But I'm just going to get Potomac out of the way, you know? So, this season on the episode of Potomac, this season on Potomac, we have this new girl that came in. Her name is Neka. She's from Nigeria. For And beautiful woman she's a she's a lawyer she's a lawyer her husband is like a doctor you know they do really well for themselves you know shout out to her she works really hard she's proud to be a nigerian it's a whole thing wendy and for the for the girls who don't know there's a doctor on the show she has a doctorate in philosophy Dr. Wendy Osefo. She is a political commentator as well as a professor at John Hopkins University. She has four degrees, okay? Two of them are masters. I thought it was one of them was an associate, but I I I was wrong. Um I just assumed when someone says four degrees, I didn't think someone would get two masters, but I get it, girl. I get it. Um very intelligent woman. Very, very, very intelligent. 
The problem is Wendy, I love Wendy and I love Wendy. I love how intelligent and black and, and beautiful she is. She's an intelligent black woman. I love that. It brings me joy. It makes me happy. But she is also a fellow Nigerian. And so going into this season, I'm thinking, oh, NECA, Wendy, they're going to, the Nigerians should just stick together. No. Ashley Darby has made it a point to start some mess between the girls. And I'm not going to lie, after the first first two episodes of Potomac, I stopped watching because the problem that I have with the girls on Potomac is that none of them want to let anything go. On other shows that you see, especially other reality shows, they will definitely try to move on and they will be friendly and they will do whatever, right? But on the Real Housewives of Potomac, none of them want to move forward. Like, Karen and Giselle Bryant, like, Karen Huger and Giselle Bryant, they have been on the show since, like, season one together. And they have been at each other's throats. They've said some really, really, like, low things to each other. Giselle will let it go. Giselle will let it go. She don't care. But Giselle, when it comes to one Candace Dillard Bassett, she will not let anything go. And Candace, let's just start off with this. Candace Dillard Bassett was, is a Sagittarius. And that's important for what I'm about to say. So for anyone who knows the Sagittarius, like if you know, you know. But Candace, another person who's a intelligent black woman, very intellectual, knows her way with words. She has such a way with words where she can uplift you and make you feel empowered. And then she can take her words and use them like a katana and slice you up. She will slice you to pieces with no problem. It's it's the craziest thing to me. It is. I I think it's a it's a skill. It's a talent. It needs to be respected. I I'm such a fan of Candace. I love her. Like I I love Candace because she has a way with words. Now, do I always agree with Candace? No, but I am a, I am a Candace stan. I'm gonna stick beside her. Even in the moments when she's wrong, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you won't stick beside him, but you know, you want to tell him to the side, like, babe, come on, like, this ain't it. <coughs> Excuse me. Moving on. So last year, Giselle made a comment to Candace saying that Candace's husband, Chris, made her feel uncomfortable because they were like in a room together or something or like he wanted to have a conversation with her and she wanted to keep the door open for her dressing room at the reunion so they could have a conversation about whatever they were talking about at the reunion like because it was a misunderstanding and Giselle was saying I don't feel comfortable being in a closed room with a married 
I don't feel comfortable being in a, in a room alone with a married man. And it felt like he wanted to get me by myself. And I didn't like that. And Candace was upset about that. Cause she's like, my man is not the type of person to try and make a woman purposely feel uncomfortable or try to make it out to be something else that it's not, you know? And it was when so it was so debated that even Robin's best friend on the show, Robin's best can't Giselle's best friend on the show, who is one Robin Dixon, we will get to her. Robin and Giselle are usually like see eye to eye about everything. Okay. But in this particular talk, Robin did tell Giselle. You're wrong for what you said about Chris. Like, that's not Chris's intentions. That's not who he is. That's not what this is. You're misinterpreting the situation. So that's what Robin's saying to Giselle. And Giselle is like, no. So Giselle and Robin, Giselle and Candace beefed the entire season last year going into real housewives ultimate girls trip which is a separate show but they take housewives from different franchises put them on a trip together for maximum eight to ten days depending on the location and it is pure comedy and chaos they don't even get a reunion they just go on a trip together and that is it in this instance, for season three, Giselle and Candace went, which I felt like made the most sense because they had the most issues. So they're coming to Thailand, which was the location of that season's uh, that season's uh, vacation location, and they fought in Thailand too about this. So. Basically, Giselle is standing 10 toes on it. She doesn't want to work anything out with Candace. She doesn't want to work anything out with Wendy because the season prior to that, her and Wendy and Robin, Giselle and Robin versus Wendy was super unfair. And they're holding on to that. And that's not fair. And this is where every season you got to let stuff go. And Giselle doesn't want to let anything go. Robin doesn't want to let anything go. So nobody on this cast wants to let anything go. So then why are we, why do we even have a cast? If you got to sit them separately from each other. It just, it just feels, it feels like, well, when I say sit them separately from each other, I'm talking about like just with, at the BravoCon Awards. Yes, there's an award show for the Bravo reality shows. And it's an entire convention. Believe me, it's insane. So I will say I that's basically what it is with Potomac. I didn't even get into Mia and the money of it all. Mia Thornton married this man, I believe 20 years her senior. Um his name is, what is his name? I, I We call him G on the show, but I can't remember what is his actual name. 
Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Um, so Mia Thornton and her husband Gordon were married for 11 years and they were also the owners of the joint chiro- chiropractic um, chain. So it's like that chain of chiropractor offices all on the East Coast. Um, they have a couple in Orlando, but when she said that, I was like, hmm, they own the joint. And I was like, that's interesting. Like, that they own that whole thing. And she's like, oh, she's the CEO. And it's so interesting how Mia says she was the CEO of the company to, oh, I was just the head of marketing, but Gordon was the CEO. But you said something completely different in your previous interviews, in your previous seasons. But everybody else is like, okay. So Mia and Mia's, Mia's interesting. Mia is very interesting. So yeah, but Potomac, their problem is they don't know how to move on from things. They don't want to move on from things. They want to hold grudges grudges and divide and separate the group and ice people out of the friend group. And at this point, you get a whole new cast for Potomac. I don't even, I don't even care anymore. Potomac has really long seasons. So if they're going to drag out this Wendy, like going back to this Wendy and NECA beef, if they're going to drag out this thing, cause it's way more deeper than like the Osu and like the religion aspect of it. Cause that's what it is. Like, Ashley went to Wendy and told Wendy, like, oh, NECA said that Osu is, like, really bad and that your family's involved with it or whatever. Like, she misinterpreted that entire thing NECA said. Then NECA is like, oh, NECA is like, oh, uh, we know Eddie. Like, my husband knows Eddie from college and Eddie unfriended him. And so they're at Pickleball fighting about a Facebook request. And I'm like, bro, do you know how much of an old head you got to be to argue about the book? Facebook? NECA is supposed to be like mid-30s, early 40s. Allegedly. I'm just saying. That's like the usual age range for a housewife. It's like between the ages of like 34 to like 53. And... You mean to tell me you, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't understand. Why are we arguing about Facebook? Why are we arguing about Facebook? You know, when they got to Austin and they started like going back and forth about like, oh, you know, my sister-in-law, you know, her best friend, you know, this, you had her at your sip and see all these things. Now, don't get me wrong. I low-key can't watch this season of Potomac because I cannot watch I cannot, I can't watch Dr. Wendy Osefo go out like that. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't watch Wendy go out like that, bro. It's going to hurt me too much. You know when you root for someone so hard and they caught up in a lie and they want to keep lying about it? Wendy, Wendy's standing on it and I can't have her do that. I'd rather her be like, you know what, NECA? I'm going to be honest with you. I do know you. 
we know of each other. I'm glad you're on the show. You know, like misunderstanding. But now it's going too far. And now, and you know how Potomac is. Like you even give Giselle Bryant even a little bit of ammo against Wendy. That's our whole season, bro. That's our whole season. And it's like, I I don't want to do that. I can't sit down and constantly watch this. Now, am I going to watch for like the wand stuff? The wand of it all? Jesus. Oh my God. I didn't even explain Robin and Juan Dixon to y'all. Oh, so Robin, um, is married to a former basketball coach and also, I guess, basketball player, uh, Juan Dixon. Juan Dixon is him and Robin been, was married for several years. Then they got divorced at the start of the show. They were divorced. Um, after seven years of breaking up, getting back together, whatever, whatever, they got engaged and they got married last season. Only for everything to come out that Juan has really been allegedly sprinkling the allegedly's. Um, that Juan was cheating on her and. I just, I was shocked. I was even more shocked when Robin Dixon admits that her husband cheated because he was bored. Which, I don't even know what to say to that. Other than, I'm just shocked. I'm shocked that she would even admit that. I'm shocked. Like, I could be waterboarded. You couldn't get that out of me. And you know what's really bothering me about Robin? She's a beautiful woman. Like, if y'all Google, do your Googles right now as we're talking, friends. Because if y'all Google Robin Dixon, she's a beautiful, 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 beautiful woman. She has, like, this really, like, she had this line of, like, hats and everything. Like, Robin has the potential to be a beautiful, successful woman. Which is why it's so shocking that she would say, oh, Juan cheated on me. Because I was bored. Which, you know what? Let me read the exact, let me read the exact article to y'all. I'm not gonna read it word for word. This ain't gonna, we ain't gonna be on this all day. But so she said, and I quote, so Juan is an idiot and communicated with this woman on Instagram. You know, he's bored, he needs some attention, you know, it's the pandemic and whatever. However, they did not date. He did not fly her anywhere. And there is a reason why his name is on a hotel receipt, which I will share on Patreon. And the reason is not because he asked her to come and was volunteered to pay for this hotel room. What? And Giselle adding says, I would like, and I was on Patreon, like, let me catch her outside. Hilarious. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, you ever be so embarrassed for somebody and you're just like, oh, like, I don't know. I just think that Robin, Robin is so, I think Robin has a really successful, I think she's still doing her hat business. 
you know, and I just feel like she could be focusing on this, on her embellished line versus trying to say that, oh, Juan did this because he was bored. Bored? He shouldn't have done anything because he was bored. He he should have had a conversation with you. And I'm not married, so I'm not trying to be in these people's business too much. But I just feel like it's just super unfair to super unfair to Robin. Super unfair to literally the family, everybody involved. Like, it's just... So, it's just, you know, it's just a lot. It's definitely just a lot. So, that's Potomac. That's what's going on with Potomac. Um, We spent so much time on Potomac that I almost want to make it its own episode. So, I believe... That's where we'll end it right now, guys. I appreciate y'all listening to me when I talk about this. Make sure if you guys do want to watch The Real Housewives of Potomac, you can always catch it on Peacock. This is not sponsored, but Peacock sponsor me or at least have me host like an after show or something because, I mean, yeah, we have Watch What Happens Live, but girl, we need, we need more people to be on these shows. So... Definitely watch watch um, Real Housewives of Potomac or all other Housewives shows on Peacock. You know, you can catch them the next day after they air on Bravo. And I will say right now, the Peacock app, it's worth the money. Like, it's worth the money. Invest in it. You will not be bored with the content that is on there. So, yes. So, all right, guys. Make sure. Remember, five stars on wherever you're listening, whether it's Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to, make sure you're rating us five stars. For any questions, comments, or anything regarding Potomac this week, please make sure to send in your questions, send in your answers, DM me at maybe it's me.pod. Or tweet us at maybe it's me underscore pod on X. And let's get a conversation going. Tell me what you guys think about Robin. Tell me what you guys are thinking about just that entire situation and just the future of Potomac, you know? Or if this is your first time listening or hearing about Potomac, send in some questions. Let us tell me, tell me what you think. Tell me what's going on. If you have any questions about the show or what you should be watching, show recommendations that you want me to cover. If you have a show that you want me to watch and review, let me know, DM me, send me questions. I'll, I'll listen to anything. All right. I'll watch anything. So thank you guys. We'll talk soon. Bye.